Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. It's been an interesting discussion back and forth over what happens when you have so many millions of dollars that are not being paid back to rural municipalities. $173 million short in unpaid property taxes from energy companies to those rural municipalities. You had Premier Jason Kenney earlier this week saying, hey, you can't draw blood from stone, which isn't, he's not wrong in saying that. And then you had David Swan, former Alberta Liberal leader, saying this yesterday. And who knew that paying taxes in Alberta was an option? And so he's saying, hey, I don't have to pay my taxes. Okay. But there's another group that might not have been talked about a whole bunch and was outlined by Andrew Leach, Associate Professor, School of Business at the University of Alberta. And Andrew, that is all about the farmers, the landowners in those communities. Walk us through that side of it. Sure, thanks for for having me. I I think maybe a a piece that people who are not directly connected to the energy industry won't have a sense of is that In Alberta, most landowners don't own the resource rights under their land. Mm -hmm. So if an oil company has a a lease to extract those resources, effectively they they have a right to access them, and all they have to do is compensate the farmer or landowner for the access to that land. They're not buying the oil and gas from them. But if they move into a point where they're no longer able to sustain the payments – on that well for a variety of things, municipal taxes, obviously we've heard about this week, but if they can't sustain their payments to all of their creditors, including their landowners, landowners stuck. Not only are they not getting paid for the land that is not being not available to them for, for farming, but they have a liability on their land that's probably unknown to them, that's potentially polluting their land, putting their animals at risk, their crops at risk, everything, and, and they may not be able to access uh, information about that well either. And that's the interesting part, even with regards to the ability to utilize that land in the future. If it goes unclaimed, uncleaned, everything else, now you just have a piece of land that is essentially untouchable and you're farming around it, no different than a tree or anything else. Exactly. And and, and in fact, when you look at some of the guidelines into this, they're they're very strict about even if you think you can farm on the land, you shouldn't because you've entered into an agreement with a company that says, okay, I'm effectively subletting this part of my land to you, you're to compensate me for that value. Once you get into working around it or too close to it or anything else, then you know, you're know you putting your part of that contract at risk. So you know, obviously I'm not a, a lawyer and there are plenty of ex- people more expert than me in this area, but uh, I think it's important that we think about the fact that it's not just their municipalities that are they're hanging around wishing that these uh, wells would be reclaimed. And you mentioned the, the lawyer side of things as well, and that's an interesting side note in all of this, is that there's that question of, well, maybe the municipalities could take the, the oil companies to court. Well, who's got the money and the energy and resources to do that if these municipalities are saying they're short of cash? Now put yourself into the shoes of a farmer or rancher who could never take some of these uh, giants to court. Sure, and, and even if, um, you know, as the, as the Premier highlighted the other day, to say, well, taking the, the step of pushing these companies to court and possibly pushing them into insolvency, and, and landowners can do that. They can go to the Surface Rights Board, and the Surface Rights Board can uh, dictate that those payments be made to the landowner, and that may be enough to push 
a company into insolvency, but doesn't solve the landowner's problem because now it's an insolvent company that owes you lease payments. You're just now another creditor on that uh, on that list of our list of creditors. And so you may wait years to get compensation, and if you do, you may not get full compensation for what you were owed for putting your land in the mix. Is there any recourse that landowners have at this point in your eyes? Uh, I think it depends a lot on on the particular situation. So, you know, it will depend on whether there are other parties to the lease. It's going to depend on uh, the ability of that company. If if that's still an operating well, if it's still a well that has value attached to it, uh, then that well might get transferred to another party or it might uh, end up still being operated by somebody else who's able to make the payment. So, you know, in that regard, I think it's really much more of an individual question than, than something you can say generally. Andrew, I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much. Andrew Leach, you can follow him on Twitter at Andrew underscore Leach. It's an interesting question. And, and again, my my folks farm, they've got land uh, north of Lethbridge. And I've we've often wondered, oh, man, it'd be nice if we had a couple of wells on our land the same time, if you're stuck in a situation like some farmers and ranchers are in, would you want that hanging over you? No different than I would say even with windmills. They farm right beside one of the biggest uh, turbine wind farms in southern Alberta, down by Carmen Gay. And what happens if all of a sudden one is decommissioned? Is there some sort of recourse for landowners so that they can reclaim that land? Or are they going to be stuck with this giant eyesore that is going to be rusting because the company that owns it didn't bother upkeeping it? Curious questions to be asked uh, as we continue to figure out what we're going to do with our energy sector, both uh, renewable and non-renewable. This is Calgary Today on 770 CHQR.